to NURFM. This is Talking Travel, and we do it for our sponsor, Travel on King. And today, Perry Warwick joining us. Yes, and thank you, Jane. It's good to be here. Um, Sally was supposed to be here, but she was uh, delayed. Travel plans don't always go as they should. Mm, and cyclones tend to get in the way as well, don't they? Well, they do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Although she didn't get blown out of wherever she well, well, no, she didn't get blown out, but she her flight was delayed because of strong winds. So. Mm. And we'll no doubt find out all about that when she does <laughs> get home. But in the meantime... In the meantime, I'm filling in, and uh, I look, I know that it's a nice hot day today, but I thought that we should talk about winter activities today. That's a very good idea. Winter is just around the corner. Well, it is, and the ski season's not that far away. June's uh, fast approaching, and the Australian um, ski season's officially kicks off on the long weekend in June. So um, I thought that I might chat a little bit about skiing in the Southern Hemisphere. Mm, good idea. So it's about time to get the skis out. Do you wax them before you go anywhere? Well, Jane, I'm not sure. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a skier, but I'm sure that you do. You do and um, snowboarding's a very popular sport these days as well. So uh, I'm sure that you wax that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those who love the sports would definitely know what to do with their equipment. With, but... with their equipment. They just need to get some new ideas on where to go. And, of course, we've got the Victorian and the New South Wales um, ski fields. Uh, and a lot of us find that New Zealand is very convenient and a very economical place to actually ski. But... I just thought that as something different that we should talk about um, South America and Chile has, um, you know, a number of ski fields. So I thought we'd have a little bit of a chat about that. Okay. So where are we starting off in Chile? Well, um, Santiago is the capital of Chile and uh, I guess it's the easiest place to access from Australia in terms of flights because uh, Qantas has a non-stop flight in there and Land Chile has a uh, one-stop via Auckland. So uh, it's a really great destination to go to. You get a different flavour and one of the oldest ski resorts there is Portillo. Now, this is a family-owned um, resort. It only caters to around about the 400-odd people. Um, so you're not going to be competing with lots and lots of other people on the slopes. And because they're a family-owned um, resort, I suppose you'd call it, um, do they look after you really well? Um, well, There's a good chance. <laughs> there's a good chance that they, they will. And look, it's... Uh, one of the runs had um, a world speed record, um, so it's, you know, maybe if you're a really good skier, you could try and beat that on mm-hmm. um, on that particular run. And you're skiing in the Andes too, which is something different, and there's some magnificent scenery around, um, around the Andes, so uh, it's a nice combination. Now, some of their resorts, um, or one of their resorts, is the largest in the Southern Hemisphere. So, again, it gives a, a um, mm. an idea of um, the expanse that the Andes actually gives you for skiing. So, Valley Nevada is is that one which is the has the largest ski run, and it's a not that far from uh, Santiago as well. They can be accessed within an hour of Santiago. Uh, Again, they're not 
always that huge, and I think that um, that one caters to around about 800 people. So, again, um, it allows you a little bit more freedom on the slopes. There's a number of other resorts that are close to Santiago, but you can travel a little bit further afield and go down to the southern area of Chile, and there's uh, a few more resorts down there. So it's well worth just taking a look at Chile and just uh, perhaps complementing food with skiing in the one holiday. And a little bit of a different flavour as you say. And of course with that chain of mountains going all the way down South America and many of them are fairly pointed and steep with the volcanoes all the way down. Well, there's <laughs> plenty of steep slopes and good snow. There is. And, and as you mentioned, the volcano, one of the, the um, ski fields is located on the, the, the slopes of a, an old volcano. So... Um, Just a little bit of excitement. <laughs> exactly. No, they don't. They don't erupt all the time, though, do they? No, not at all. <laughs> For our sponsor, Travel On King, we are talking travel today with Barry Warwick and me, Jane Klein, and we're thinking about skiing. Yes, it's not far off the ski season. It certainly isn't. And look, um, we were mentioning about Chile before, and there's um, a ski resort, Termas de Chilean. Um, this ski resort is actually um, Chile's most complete resort because it's got a spa centre there as well. So it uh, has hot springs. Wow. Uh, it's got 28 runs uh, for the skiers. Uh, it's got pristine native forests around it as well. And its main claim to fame, though, is that it's got South America's longest ski uh, longest run uh, of 13 kilometres or eight miles. So... Um, just for something that's a little bit different, it has a Nordic trail system, and uh, this is the one that I mentioned before. It's on the slopes of uh, a volcano, ah. so Excellent. just something different. Give that little bit extra added zest to life, and the resort also offers um, breathtaking views of the surrounding areas, and it's good for dog sledding as well. Okay. So. Um, just something a little bit different, something that we don't necessarily get here. Definitely. Now, a little closer to home, too, of course. We've got other ski fields yeah. across the ditch. <laughs> across the ditch, yeah. Now, one of the benefits of, the, of um, New Zealand or skiing in New Zealand is uh, Queenstown's obviously the hub of New, Ze New Zealand skiing. And while there's... Uh, uh, some resorts in the North Island, Queenstown is really queen of the, the snowfields. And not only can you do the skiing, uh, but you have uh, also all the adventure sports in Queenstown. So you've got the jet boating, you've got the bungee jumping and uh, gondola, excellent restaurants. It's got a really good feel. And, of course, you've got no language barriers. Um, they do talk with a little bit of an accent, but, you know... We won't hold that against them. <laughs> we won't hold that against them, no. Um, so New Zealand's good. Also, Queenstown has the ability or has three fields that are really close by so that if the wind blows in the wrong direction and you sort of lose snow on one of the slopes, uh, you do have a choice of actually visiting other areas in the, the, in the uh, area. area. Mm. 
Okay. And also you've got a great variety of accommodation, which is really important. You know, you've got everything from self-catering apartments through to um, hostels for the budget conscious, and then you've got also the five-star hotels. So, again, a really good range of accommodation for you and scenically a beautiful area. Mm, it is. And uh, what about the North Island? North Island. Um, we don't think of that for skiing you, so much. Do you we? don't know, and and it does have a ski field, and it's it's really something that is forgotten. But certainly, if you're going to the North Island, and you can combine it with taking in the uh, uh, Rotorua, and you know the hot springs, the mud baths, and the spa treatments there as well uh, and do a lovely ski holiday as, as well you don't have to just consider Queenstown, you can combine it with visiting New Zealand's premier city of Auckland taking in the glowworm caves as well and perhaps even fishing up in the Bay of Ireland so you can make it a really different sort of holiday while still getting in the skiing that you really like and that's Talking Travel for today. Yeah. Thank you, Barry Warwick. Thanks, Jane. And we look forward to Talking Travel again next week after the one o'clock news for our sponsor, Travel On King, on 2NURFM.